This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrook is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Go to GoDaddy.com for all of your domain and web hosting needs. Save 10% off by going to GoDaddy.com and entering the promo code BLUE13. That's B-L-U-13. Honey, I, I, I know. Just wait, wait. Just listen. Just listen, okay? Yes, I'm okay. I, I was in an accident. Honey... You're not going to believe what I saw. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this show is hacked together about as well as Frankenstein's brother. Uh, I think actually we did we did prepare. Uh, we prepared. We we actually took an extra day to prepare to make sure we were completely just yeah, prepared. There, there was a lot of content in this episode. This is a really crazy episode. I have a lot of quotes. I don't ever actually get quotes. <laughs> anyway. Anywho, yeah, this this Anywho. podcast. If you weren't aware, uh, it, uh, if you you know you found the if podcast, you, upon you, you probably know it's about uh, the ABC show. Uh, Once I almost, upon a I almost, time, I almost said the ABC show. Greetings from Storybrook. That's the spin. That would be really cool. Us. That it, would be awesome if we it'll got be a, a it'll be a summer replacement. Yeah, but we talk about the episode. We dish on theories. Uh, there are frequent spoiler alerts. Yes, yes. So. Uh, be be aware of those and be prepared to skip. Uh, but uh, this was um, our last episode before the another. I think it's three week break. Yeah, three quarter season break. Not even that. I don't know. We've been back for what three episodes? Yeah, yeah. And now they're gone for three more episodes. I'm guessing. It's Is, some- I think there's an award show next week. Is there? Yeah, but you know, we didn't move it for football. Why are we moving it for an award show? Oh wait, they probably have to go. Or or it's on ABC. Oh, I don't know though. I don't really follow award no shows idea. too much. I have no idea. I'm horrible with that anymore. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> shall we? Um. Well, actually, why don't we f- we fill people in real quick on what we might uh, be thinking about doing over the break? Okay. Uh, we definitely want to. We definitely want to do another Friday night spoiler party. There's with- totally going to be a Friday night spoiler party. No guarantees it's done on a Friday night though. And I, I think I have my setup out here. Uh, pretty pretty good now that we might be able to even skype in a guest so if anyone's oh, yes. if anyone's interested in joining our friday night spoiler spoiler, spoiler party spoiler party uh, go ahead and send us an email at, at uh, greetings from storybrook at gmail.com with friday night st- spoiler party spoiler spoiler party in the subject line and we'll, he we'll, hasn't been drinking even i know i'm completely dead cold sober he- <laughs> I, I i am a, i i am not as sick as i was in last week's episode exactly though, I, if you can't tell from the fact that he's like coherent i apologize to everyone's ears for last week i was in pretty bad shape anyway but anyway let's get into uh this week's episode why don't you give us the episode summary a stranger lies in bed dying dr whale fails but he's always trying regina reunite, reunites with her mother in this week's episode in the name of the brother I think that's what my best one in probably. That was a really good three one. Three or four weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Last week was just wretched. Let's just move on past that. Anyway. Uh, okay. So like so, we said, a, a lot happened this episode. So much. Uh, first, first we should probably talk about what happened with Belle with her losing her memory and the effect it had on Rumple. Uh, now, now from what I saw, 
Rumple became like he very much hopped on the chance to become his old wicked self. He was never completely trying not to be. I, I know, and I, th- I think we mentioned last week that I kind of saw, you know, the split in the woods where Regina was trying to really were trying to redeem right. herself, and he was not. not. He was but not. we really saw that this week. Uh, there were. Uh, he was threatening to kill people. Um, he was about to throw a ball of magic. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a flaming ball in his hands. He, and again, the whacking with the cane. He took up with Cora. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that we'll that was interesting. That. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that here in a few. But uh, yeah, he he just, uh, you know, as, so, as soon as Belle was out of the picture, he was back to his old ways. It kind of reminded me of the scene... When he promised Bay that he would give up magic and forever, then not so much. and and then as soon as he realized what that would mean, he he let Bay slip to the, uh, our world versus giving up his dark magic. one powers. Exactly. Yeah, he's he, he's an addict. Yes, he isn't. Yes. He can't give it up. He likes power. He likes the, who doesn't like power in some way, shape, or form though. But you know, not throwing balls of magic or hitting people with canes. <laughs> So, yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I do have to say, uh, Rip Chip. Oh, Chip! Chip got busted. Chippy. Yeah. Chippy, Chip, Chip. Bell chucked him pretty good too. Dude, she really she didn't chuck him. She like launched him hard. Yeah, yeah Mister Gold's shop of relics from the old land isn't doing so well between hook breaking in. <laughs> Last no, week. it was it wasn't hook breaking. Smee. It was Smee. Yeah, Smee breaking in last week and busting the shop up, and then Bell breaking it, breaking Chip. the cup that yeah. kind of symbolized their love. I'm, I'm crying now. Sorry. Sop it up, dude. Sop it up. Okay, we'll suck it up. Why don't you talk about what you want to talk about? Okay, so stranger comes to Storybrook. We we all knew this was going to bring some changes. He also appears to have brought social media with him. Yes, Greg Mandel. I look. I looked for him on Twitter. Uh, let me. I was, <laughs> you looked for Greg Mandel on Twitter. Yeah, I, I was trying on my iPad while we were watching the episode, but it wasn't going so hot. Uh, let me look here real quick again. But go ahead and talk what, about to see him for if a that second. name means anything, or to see if they created an account. For I'm him or sure. I'm sure the Oncers have created an account for him. No. Uh, well, there is an at Greg Mandela, but it looks like uh, some British dude, which obviously this, this guy's from British. Pennsylvania. Let's try G Mandela. He wasn't necessarily from Pennsylvania. His rental car was from Pennsylvania. I'd just like to point that out. Mm, it this was is a true. rental. But um, yeah, he totally brought social media with his. <laughs> we finally got a Star Wars there reference. There had to be a Star Wars reference. Yeah, now that they own it and Thank everything. you, ABC. Thank you, Disney. But the, the way you, they inserted the, the way they inserted it, I wouldn't be at all surprised if that wasn't supposed to be his ringtone, but they figured, oh, what the heck? We have the, we have the uh, intellectual property. Well, yeah, what else would that? I mean, what are they going to do? The default iPhone ring? Mm. Do you th- do you That's think boring. do you think that makes it uh, more likely that we'll see Star Wars characters show up? Or I actually less think likely? it's less likely. Do you? I think it's a little less likely. They seem to know Star Wars though, but they know Little Red Riding yeah, Hood. I know. They That's know really uh, Frankenstein. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't see like a robot or a Wookiee walking around. I th- I think it would be cool. It, it's but, completely cool. But I, I, I honestly don't think it'll happen because I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure Disney has their own Star Agenda. Wars TV plans. I mean, I've, I've oh, heard some rumors. Be. You've heard rumors? Yeah, I've heard. I've That's heard. a whole different type of podcast, but we'll discuss it at a later <laughs> time. 
Um, but yeah, like when they're looking through his phone, first of all, I love that Emma's just like, doot, 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 like pulling all of her old tricks out of the bag. Oh yeah. Well, she has one of those key fobs that they give to all the cops where they can just, even if your phone's locked with a password, they can just pop it in and they get your photos, your Who contacts, gave it to your text her, though? messages. Um, maybe, maybe, uh, <laughs> Graham left it for, or maybe it was just part of the sheriff's arsenal. And that's so again it's one of those many things where howard's been up and outsiders here or did she bring it with her because i mean i totally could see her having something like that in her private business yeah yeah her her, her previous life her I previous c- life definitely we kind of block her previous life out but it definitely came even her previous day. previous life is a thief that would come in handy probably True story. so but i just thought it was neat that she's like oh he tweets about this and i'm like you really just brought Twitter into it. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. You know, it's just, again, it's the outside world in Twitter. I don't know. Yeah. Also, I always wondered how Henry found her with the whole not being able to leave. Like, was he on the internet? Who, what else was he doing? Come look it up in the library. Yeah. Do, again, do they, ha- closed. do they have the internet? I don't in know. Brooke? Do you really see computers? Uh, trying to think. See, this is why it's confusing. That's why I thought it was such a big thing that social media is now in Storybrooke. Yeah, well, but none of the them first... were phased by it. Yeah, so they they, they all knew. Yeah, they, they were they like, well, it's Twitter. It. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting, like, are they all just going to start tweeting? Because mm-hmm. there's already people on those accounts on Twitter. Nice. There's, there's lots of people on this. Any variation of those accounts. Oh yeah, we, our onceers are on it. We we follow a lot of them on Twitter. Just a bunch of like themed character accounts, and there's there's ones where it's all Regina tweeting to Emma. You like, all know this though. Nothings. It's you, isn't it? It's you. <laughs> That's right. You over there on your couch. I know it's you. Anyway. Okay. So uh, in this episode, we got a. Uh, the rest of Frankenstein's story uh, filled in, at least as far as we know, because uh, I think there's more. Because it was implied that he had met with Rumpel before uh, he did the whole trick Regina thing with involving Jefferson, and uh, then this episode we see we see that meeting, and then we see what happened after that episode where he tries to save his brother, and we see you know what happened to his brother too. Right. I, now, what I'm wondering is. The the last scene in in that whole sequence is Frankenstein coming in to kill his brother because he's just regretting turning him into a monster so much. Right. And he pulls out the gun and he just can't do it. Not necessarily because he he really wants to save his brother, but he wants to prove his daddy wrong. And uh, so I'm wondering if Gerhard is still knocking around in Frankenstein's land or if he's somewhere in Storybrooke. Because they left it pretty open-ended. They did leave it pretty open-ended. Um, I'm going to guess that he's still in Frankenstein land. Mm-hmm. Because Dr. Frankenstein did not... He wasn't in Frankenstein land when the curse hit. From the way it seems. Wasn't he? I don't think he was. Uh, is there something I'm forgetting? Probably not. I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> at this point... It just seemed like nobody else is really pulled from that far of a world. Yeah. And he had crossed over multiple times. Mm-hmm. He was on a trip back. He w- he was visiting. He came for the crab legs at the wedding reception. I don't know. 
But I, there, there's definitely something more to his pre-story Brooke life that we don't know. I know. He was so sad and timid, actually. Yeah. I felt a little bad. Yeah. You know, every time he's featured, though, I, I just love that actor. I remember him, him from Heroes. He played Adam on yes. Heroes. And uh, I just love seeing him in genre, genre shows. It's Sorry. good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, good stuff. Yes, definitely good, good stuff. So Frankenstein dad was a jerk. Oh, yeah. He was a complete and total jerk, sort of going on that same stem. But it seemed very familiar with the whole dad favoring one son and then the son who's actually really mm-hmm. trying to kind of win his love is being like shoved aside. Prodigal son kind of coming home. Well, that, that's the guy being in the army. Mm, that, that's a big theme in the original story too. Although See, I don't know. I'm really bad. In the original story, uh, his brother was the first one to be killed by the monster. He didn't become the monster himself. Well, you, right, that's what you said. I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure he didn't get turned into any form of a monster in the story. Uh, it's been you know a while since I read it, and I remember reading the summary back during the first Frankenstein right. episode because everyone was like, "Oh my God, who's his brother? Is it I don't grumpy or something?" And I was like, "Well, I, I should look in and see if there was an actual brother in the story, right?" Because uh, it's been a while. And yeah, yeah, it was basically the same dynamic. The father, uh, fa- the father favored, favored the brother, favored the brother, and uh, then the brother was the one who died, which further alienated Doctor Frankenstein, right. which we saw, which we definitely saw. I just thought it was. I, again, you know, I haven't read. I don't know the Frankenstein tale that well. Mm-hmm. I know I fail. <laughs> if little kids, it's too hard to read. Well, with, <laughs> how, with how many stories they pull into this series, how can you even keep it all straight? Yeah. How if I sat down to read and or watch all of them, mm-hmm. I would never have time to do anything. This is true. I would never have any time. Especially, especially watch Once Upon a Time. Exactly, and I have to watch Once Upon a Time. But I just wanted to pull up. You know, that it seemed like a very, like, prodigal child coming home. and mm-hmm. the, This may sound a little sick, but it, it was very satisfying when uh, Gerhard uh, killed the dad. I liked that he was defending his brother. Yeah, exactly. That I liked. I don't like that he killed him, but could, I like that he defended his brother. You could tell. Because he it, always defended his brother. It, it wasn't a reaction to the fire. It wasn't just a dumb monster thing. It was he saw his brother was being threatened and he cared I, about his brother more. Right. And broke through all the monsters. Which you stuff. can see him caring more about even before he turned into a monster. He definitely cared more about mm-hmm. his brother. And I, he tried to give him the watch. Yeah, I and I don't know the actor actor's name who played uh, Frankenstein's brother, <laughs> but uh, it, it's not really important. Okay. Sorry, um, but he he did a he did a really good job uh, as the monster. It, it was a. Uh, it, it just like he was like very slinky and crawly and hunched, and it, yeah, it, it was really fun. Yeah, he did a really, really good fun. job. I liked it. Good times. Okay, so in this episode, uh, as we said, you know, Rumpel and Cora have an encounter, and they they strike a truce. Truce. And uh, as part of the truce, uh, Cora gives Rumpel this weird globe thingy with a needle on it, which looks really familiar. Have we seen that before? I. I don't know. I feel like we saw it in season one in a flashback. it, It seemed almost like we should know what it is. We definitely uh, should have known. I mean, it was pretty obvious as soon as you actually saw it. Mm. But yeah, it, it felt it, very. If familiar. anyone out there knows, uh, if it, I had know a you know the time appearance. code on the episode. <laughs> Pull it out for me. Yeah, send Focus it. Send it along to us. Uh, uh, greetings from Storybrook at gmail dot com. Uh, but yeah, uh, he 
he eventually Rumple drops a drop of blood on the globe and you know a world map shows up and it shows a spot where Bay is. Now we were trying to figure out where that spot was. That spot is a very large spot. Yeah, at first I th- thought like right above the blood spot there was a little white streak and I was sitting a little far back from the TV so I think I didn't really see the the, the blood spot. so much, the blood spot so much and I thought that white streak was it and it looked like it was you know somewhere between like Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. Yeah, but the the blood spot it, it it's ra- fairly large and it kind of hits Maryland and DC and Philly. Right, but um, I read somewhere must have been a tweet because I didn't save it mentioning that it was New York. It looked like nothing like New York to me. Yeah, and we even we even paused the episode. We paused and pulled it. Out a we map pulled up a map. Compare. We were measuring like the curves in and out the little inlets. Mm-hmm. Like we were we were getting hardcore on that one. Yeah, and, and New York would make sense. New uh, York would be- make sense, but it just wasn't New York. It didn't. I mean, it, there was no New York in that blob. Yeah, I'm one. I'm wondering if. Uh, I, I I don't know. I still think it's like Baltimore. It really looked Baltimore to me. Yeah. Well, I, I guess, you know, we'll see in three weeks where, oh, where they end up heading weeks. on their journey. So long. The Search for Bay. Oh, The Search for Bay. Starring Rumpel, Emma, and Henry. Oops, spoiler. <laughs> spoiler, that's this episode. He didn't say he was going in this episode. Oh, sorry. That is a spoiler. Um, <laughs> People should really just not listen if they don't want spoilers because we're <laughs> horrible at that. We try. Well, if you're a fan of the show, you probably keep up on the news. That was Most all over do. the place. Most people do. And if I spoiled it for you, I apologize. Uh, Send us hate mail. We like yeah, mail. You know what? If I spoil it, spoil it for you, let me know. And, and you can be our Skype guest. You could be our Skype guest or I could I could draw you a poorly drawn picture really fast of anything you want he does this i'm sorry i do that's my that's my uh, consolation prize (laughs) it's a shtick um okay so with the whole cora and rumple and their um truce discussion rumple you know trying to find out do you have any spells to help bring back memory you know still pulling the old stalker move on bell and cora saying i only know what you taught me dude there's no way yeah, well, she had a lot of time to uh, buy herself to grow and manipulate yeah, the magic re- in a magical land where he wasn't refine her abilities. Yes, like and, you know, and there's there's probably all sorts of all different kinds of magic in Wonderland than there is in yeah, uh, yeah. Fairy and tale you land. know, she's absorbed magic. She's been in so she's been in at least three or four different lands that each contain a slightly different version of magic. Mm-hmm. So it appears. She's sucked all that, and she probably knows exactly how to get the memory back. It's probably very simple, like in a rubber temple or something, and go poof. But yeah. plus, she uh, she definitely learned um, manipulation and subterfuge from yeah. from uh, Rumple too. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it would not surprise me if she was lying about that. Yeah, definitely lying about that, and then the whole. Let's seal it how... Oh, with a kiss. How we used to, or yeah. how... And then they kissed. It was very awkward. It's like you walked in on your grandparents kissing. Not even Parents, that. grandparents, it, people who were very uncomfortable and barely know each other. It was like you walked in on your your grandma kissing your... Uncle? Or her son-in-law or something, you know? Yeah! <laughs> it, it, it was just really awkward. It, and Rumpel wasn't but really... But was she into it? 
I think she was into it. I don't think Rumple was into it. Well, Rumple was just seconds earlier asking, how do I get Belle's memory back? Yeah. Which, going back, do we have this anywhere? No. Um, the whole gold being a stalker, basically, and being kind of obsessy with Belle. Was he hoping for that to be true love's kiss to like bring back her memory? I would assume so because it looked very. I he, want this. He to was be trying true different kiss. tactics because he did the he did the kiss and she freaked. She woke up and freaked out. Who wouldn't freak out if they wake up like that? Her. Hello, random dude. And uh, then he tried with the cup with enchanting it with the memories, and she she wouldn't even try. You know, in a, in a sense, I, I I felt kind of bad for Rumple because he was finally finding happiness. He was learning how to be a good him. You know, he spared, he he spared Hook uh, last Barely. week uh, with with Bell's coaxing. Obviously, right? I mean, he's still fighting his demons, obviously. But if he, if he had any path uh, to redemption, it was Bell, and it's now Bell is gone. gone. That's totally gone. So, so anyway, you. Oh. Uh, more about Cora. Uh, surprise, we had a surprise. very heavy section here. Sorry. Oh uh, no, it's it, well. It, it was it's a very it was a very uh, interesting scene. Yes. Uh, now uh, Cora, when she uh, comes in, I I forget the exact line, but it's some, she says something like the crocodile snaps at the, at the little, little bird. bird. Yes. Uh, so obviously she's the little bird. Now I was trying to think what could little bird mean. The only thing I could think was the phrase, uh, you know, a little bird told me. Right. And uh, it, that got me thinking uh, that maybe uh, the way Cora and Rumpel met, maybe she was the girl from the original Rumpel Stiltskin story. It's very possible. And it, there was a, a, I you know, it, it's been a while since since I've read the or seen a version of the original Rumpel Stiltskin story. But the one image that always sticks out to me is at the end after. The girl says his name so he can't take the firstborn baby. Mm -hmm. Uh, He jumps up and down and says, the devil told you. The devil told you, which told you. Right. Uh, So if you add the numbers 32 and 64, uh, then you get – now, I was trying to do some weird numerology joke, but it just kind of fell flat in my head. Yeah. I didn't feel like doing the math. Why are you doing math right now? I know. I know this is a podcast. This is no time for We're math. Then there went another listener because you're doing math. <laughs> anyway. Continue. No, no, but I, I, I think uh, I, I think we're definitely – since we're, we're getting young Cora mm-hmm. uh, this season uh, in the form of Rose McGowan. Yay. I, I, think, I think we're, we might actually finally get to see Rumpelstiltskin's actual story. Which that, is pretty oh, cool. Oh, the actual Rumpelstiltskin Yeah, the story. actual Rumpelstiltskin Because we've seen like story. his other 16 stories he has. And, you know, uh, the, the end game of Rumpelstiltskin in that story was to get the girl's firstborn baby, which would be... Regina. Regina. And plus, that girl was a Miller's daughter. What's Regina's last name in Storybrooke? Mills. Mills. So uh, I I I th- I, th- I think uh, that that might include me in a little bit. Although it's weird that uh, a little bird told me took me there because that's such a slight connection that a, it smells of conspiracy. But I think I might be onto something. <laughs> he always thinks he's onto something. Hey, but he frequently of, is. I was giving you credit. I was giving you credit. So we'll just you know switch gears back to whale when he's sitting having his conversation with Red after she you know finds him to do the surgery he says every time i try to save a life someone else dies who's gonna die this time 
I don't know, but I guess it would be directly related to David Mandel's uh, call to. Oh, I guarantee it's related to that call. You're never going to guess what I saw. They have a woman sheriff here. (laughs) (laughs) And she was very leading in her questioning. (laughs) Like you could just be like, obviously she thinks I saw something. I'm going to act like I didn't, even if I did. Like Mm -hmm. it was very weird. But, you know, I'm. Yeah, well, I'm scared but curious to see who dies. Mm-hmm. Who's who's done? I, and are they really done? I, I I mean, if if that was intended to foreshadow a death, I would I would guess it would have to be a pretty major death. Oh, it's got to be a major death. We we're, like we're a bit, like for I'm talking main cast member. We haven't heard anything about that. They've been holding that under. Like like someone like a someone from Snow's family or. I'd, I don't think it's anybody from Snow's family, just from things I've seen and heard from future episodes. Mm. They've all made an appearance. Well, I mean, who who, who knows when the, the things death will are going to? Yeah, who knows when the death will happen? I, it could it, be the, it feels se- like it it's could be the last five minutes of the season finale. Yeah, but at that point, that I'm seems not. like if you were going to kill off a major character, well, it seems like that right. would be the time to do it, right? Or next week because this week had such bad ratings to, to be talked about later. Next um, week they're killing the whole show, and the next week, and the next week. Don't do that to me, please. ABC no, I, just pretty much killed another show, so let's not talk about it. Well, Once Upon a Time's one of their one, one of their big shows right now. now so. Yeah, they're not. It's not going anywhere. We were just kidding. And, 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 if it, and if it does, we'll do what we did when they canceled Lois and Clark on two weeks' notice. We'll write an entire third season in fan fiction form, which is yeah, what we did for in, Lois and Clark. Yeah, that's on you. They pretty much canceled one of my other shows, though, so I'm a little sad. Oh, I'm sorry. I just got into it. Just got into it. And then, anyway. Axe. They axed it. Well, they didn't technically axe it. They're just not airing the last eight episodes. That's a shame. Do you know what I'm talking about, anybody? Don't trust the bee. <laughs> anyway, continue. Okay, uh, so Emma, her superpower has always been she knows when people are lying. Right. I think that uh, her either her superpowers on the Fritz or the writers have forgotten that because uh, this episode with David Mandel uh, in the hospital bed, obviously she didn't know he was lying, and she's been very inconsistent with that this season. Like, yeah, the first appearance of Hook, she was like, "Oh yeah, you're lying," but then he tells a lie later on, and she's she doesn't even pick la, up la, on la, it. La, la, yeah, and uh, I I'm wondering if it's just lazy writing, which I doubt because they're usually pretty good about that kind. They're of really stuff. nothing it, is ever seems to be lazy writing with them, especially especially uh when uh the fans have globbed on to that so much right and i mean it's uh jane espenson uh who wrote the, this week's episode and uh-huh. she, she's a solid writer through and through like i've even listened to interviews with her and stuff she's brilliant so i, I, I don't think uh it wasn't it a was writer lazy thing. writing so it's it, we're waiting to see what it is then. yeah it makes me wonder if it's a plot point maybe it has something to do with her new powers that she has maybe those cancel out the quote-unquote superpower of being able to tell who lies you know the lie detector thing right I but I, I guess we'll see. But it, it just anytime it happens, it really sticks out. It's, to me. It really does stick because she used to be so good. She would call you out on anything. Yeah, that was like a plot device that showed up, if not in every episode, every other episode. Exactly, and now it's like not so much. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I think it has to do with the the whole like chess magic thing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so Regina. Is she really trusting Cora? Hmm. Ah, I kind of think she is. 
I, I but I'm not sure. There, there's three ways it could go. One, she's buying what Cora is selling, and she's all about taking over the town. Well, and she has Mister Mommy. Yeah, she cried over her mommy's quote unquote dead body. Mm-hmm. But it, the the thing that leads me away from that is how resistant she was to it when Cora first showed up in the in the crypt. True. But so either either she's she's uh, full full. Uh, I, I don't even know what I was trying to say there. She's yeah. all about, you know, taking over the town with Cora. Right. She's tricking Cora for some reason. Or because she's been on a path to redemption all season, she thinks that she... Well, actually, this might be a combination of the two and the three. She, since she's been on a path of redemption the whole season, mm-hmm. she might think that she can bring Cora along with her mm-hmm. in that redemption. Which, actually, if if I was to say any of them were the case, I would say it was that. Right. That she is manipulating Cora to turn her good. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Because that's going to take some work. Mm. She's like the queen of not so good. Yeah, and it'll also be interesting to see how that progresses since uh, Rumpel, well, the only person who could really stand up to Cora. Well, not the only person who could, but the only person who could would. do it effectively without just finding a way to turn tail and run before they get too messed up. Right. Uh, since he'll be gone, what, what kind of... Yeah, the town's going to be interesting and, and, and with plus, all them gone. You know, a Cora and Hook team up uh, is threatening. A Cora and Regina uh, team up is menacing. Devastating. Yeah. yeah. It's devastating. So... so I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, definitely. Now, uh, we should probably talk a little bit about potential consequences of... David Mandel's phone call at the end of the episode. You mean Greg Mandel? Greg Mandel. Yeah, I David Mandel, he he was a writer on Clerks the animated series. Wow. I don't I don't know why I just wow. thought of that and associated Let's that. Let's move on. Which was also on ABC, that's why. Right. Um, right, that was it. No, but, Again, he's not drinking. I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh the implications of that. So it I wonder how soon we're going to see anything from that. Uh we're seeing something this next episode do, do you think it'll be next episode yeah. what do you think that'll be do you think his wife will show up to to see what he's talking or uh, girlfriend or wh- whoever whoever, whoever her is yeah um i don't know or do you think you know i think he ain't going anywhere and he's just gonna stick around you think just to he see what the deal is and see what he can see and kind of to see how they act mm-hmm. to try and like catch it because none of them are gonna know what to do yeah. Like no one's going to know what to do because they're not there's not been somebody who didn't know. Well, I I guess you know when you're t- telling someone you've seen someone practicing magic, you'd probably want to stick around and gather evidence before you I don't know went to Go the to news. the media. Yeah. Yeah. Put it on social media perhaps. <laughs> Tweet it. Tweet it. With I found pictures. grumpy. Hashtag #grumpy. <laughs> no, but I this kind of a uh, the, the the end of the episode kind of fed into my ideas for the season finale. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I've been saying that they're in, you know, we saw more evidence of it this episode, just in attitudes, if nothing else. Oh, definitely. Else. And straight up saying, I want to leave. Yeah. But there's going to be, I, th- I think the season finale, there's going to be a showdown between a group of people in Storybrooke who want to stay in Storybrooke and a pe- group of people who want to go back home. And there's going to be splits between families and everything else. Lots of fights. Definitely and, lots of fights. And I think that's going to come to a head. In the middle of town and, because that's where everything happens. Exactly. And just as it does, 
the media trucks pull up. Boom. And that's where we end the season. And that's where Ryan Seacrest comes in. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest. Why not? Ryan Seacrest covers everything. Yeah, I guess. From I what guess, I hear, he was even covering football. What? That doesn't make sense. I guess if there was enough evidence of magic for news trucks to show up, uh, Ryan Seacrest would definitely be there. He would be, he would be the reporter. It, it, it would, would be like him and Perez. Yeah, I was going to say and- it would be TMZ, <laughs> Ryan Seacrest, and then ABC, NBC, CBS, et cetera, et cetera. MTV, totally going to get in on that. Mm-hmm. They'll like send the kids from Buck Wild or something or Catfish. Although, although it would it would be kind of cool uh, if you know that the the media and everything shows up next episode and we still have several episodes to, to see how that plays out. I would to love, see how that plays. I'd out. have a love hate relationship with that. Well, wait, why love hate? Because it would be really cool to see and not have to wait. Uh-huh. But I, I kind of want to see what they do on their own first mm. because they're really just getting into everybody's there. They're having a split. They think this dude doesn't know anything. I'd kind of like to see some sneakiness on his part before the world explodes. Yeah, and I, I think also with with the way this season's been paced, I think that would be not, not right. <laughs> not that not that I mean, there were a couple parts the first half of the season that were a little slow paced, uh, mainly in Fairy Tale Land. But I, I I think I think uh, you know the way it's paced, that would be too fast. For, well, next episode for be- has somebody coming back. From fairy tale land. Yes. So that. Well, well, if you saw the trailer, you know who that is, right? Well, I'm just saying. So that I, it also sort of leads me to believe they're staying for, a, or it's not gonna explode next episode. Uh huh. Just because that's a pretty big um, thing. I don't know. Yeah. Can I can I say who it was? I don't know if we're like at that point. Um. Let's go ahead and uh, keep it to the news keep section, it, just, just okay. in case. Okay, we'll I, I, I probably already spoiled something for somebody. I don't yeah, want to do it really twice in one episode. But that's what I'm saying is I think from the previews and what we've seen coming that it's not going to be News Vans next episode. Mm-hmm. I think it's just going to be more internal conflict. Yeah. So there we go. And um, okay, so the last thing before we get to yield news section – um, gold cashing in his favors with Emma. Finally. Finally. First of all, we've been about an entire season's worth. Wait, when did she start things. owing him that favor? The Cinderella episode? The Cinderella episode. Yeah. Yeah. Let her keep the baby and I'll owe you before she really knew what that meant. Mm. Um, is the trip the favor or is something that's going to happen on the trip the favor? Well, I, I, I think he pretty explicitly said the trip was the favor, but I'm sure he – but besides the fact that she's the only other person who can leave Storybrooke and she's the only person in Storybrooke who knows what the outside world is really like, like uh, I, I, I'm sure he has other ulterior motives uh, I'm for sure. bringing her along. I'm sure. Because I, I, I think he might be trying to uh, kind of groom her like he did Cora and Regina. Right. Oh, to, definitely. To He's be definitely. his protege. Right. So I He mean, sees that power in her. He's, well, she has natural power. Because mm-hmm. she's the product of pure love. Yes. So, but you know, there's that. Matters of the heart, isn't that always the way? <laughs> so, uh, on a scale of three to seventeen stitches in Gerhard, <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> what did you think of this episode? Oh, um, this episode. 
Carry the one. Divide it by six. Um, I'm going to go with approximately 100.73 stitches. That's not even on the scale. Didn't you say between uh, three and 113? No, I said between three and 17. Oh, apparently my math was wrong there. <laughs> then we're more gonna, math. <laughs> more math. Um, then we're going to make it approximately 14.26. 14? Yeah, that seems like uh, – Why? liked it there's a lot that happened there was a lot going on things things progressed mm. as we've been really happy that things are progressing the second half of the season um i liked getting a little bit more of whale in storybrook and out of storybrook um i don't know i i liked it it made me, it made me, ha- it made me happy and warm inside see the, the reason i i so surprisingly asked why is because i would give it 17 stitches oh I think, I'm always very fearful to give anything a perfect score. I, I think it was potentially the best episode of this season. I uh, that. It, it was probably – it might be tied or it might just slightly edge out the original Frankenstein episode, the Halloween episode is my favorite or, or is my favorite right. episode this season. Yeah. No, no. I, I'm not saying a, I didn't like that. A lot happened. A lot of new m- mysteries were opened up and yeah. – In- we we found out a lot more about a lot of things, and we're on a very clear path to a lot of things breaking that were set up, like in the first episode. Now. Right. Well, like I said, I just don't like to give anything a perfect score. It's just a personal pet peeve mm. thing. Uh, that, you, you you want them to be able to strive for I more. want them to be able to do better. Because as we yes. discussed last week, all the writers of the show listen to this podcast. Of course, they know so, what we're doing. So, it, it, Anne-Marie wants you, you writers to know that... You writers, you're doing good, but you know what? You can go just that little bit further. Yeah, you can do just a little, little bit, bit better. better. Right. Of course. There's that. So, uh, when Frankenstein was in the cemetery uh-huh. uh, digging up a body and his brother showed up not knowing what was going on, you know what would have really helped him out and probably would have saved his brother? What? If Frankenstein had had a blog. A blog! And he could have have went in and posted on the blog, and he could have said, I'm in the cemetery digging up a body. If that offends you, just meet me back at the castle. Love, Frankie. Victor. 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 Victor's blog. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Victor's bloody blog. But the thing is, in in Frankenstein's land, I don't know if people caught this, but there's not a lot of good options for web hosting if you want to throw up a it blog. It really didn't look like there was – I think they were really slow. Yeah. It looked really slow. Yeah, and I mean they're all on dial up there anyway. <laughs> I was just going to say <laughs> – they com- they communicate in binary by torches, uh, but now that now that Frankenstein's in Storybrooke, if he wants to set up a blog where he posts poetry about how torn up and messed up he is over his brother and feeling like a monster, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, he could use a, a service like GoDaddy, Go for example. Daddy. GoDaddy dot com. Uh, they provide web hosting, domain names. All sorts of stuff. Email. Uh, Frank, if Frankenstein wanted to set up an email, he, he could set up an email. Victor at drfrankenstein.com. Exactly. That would be awesome. Or no, Frankenstein at Victor's blog. Oh, yes, Victor's blog. 
victorsblog.tv for Transylvania. Uh, (laughs) And if if he wanted to do that, uh, Dr. Whale, just uh, go to godaddy.com, sign up for your web hosting. And uh, then when you get to the checkout, you can enter the promo code POD13 to save up to 10% off of your web hosting. And if you want to, if you already have a web hosting, but you want to pick up another domain name or something, that's fine too. Uh, You can get 10% off anything you order at GoDaddy.com by entering the promo code BLUE13. That's B-L-U-13. And uh, we want to thank GoDaddy for sponsoring the podcast. And we want to thank you if you go out and help support the podcast by picking up one of the fabulous, fabulous GoDaddy products. We use it to host our greetingsfromstorybrook.com website. Yes, we do. I, I I use it personally for my own uh, business website, my own creative ventures. It's been good f- for me for five years now. I'm a five-year-long customer, and I, I really enjoy it. So uh, if you want to uh, save some money with GoDaddy, uh, go to GoDaddy.com and use the promo code BLUE13, B-L-U-13, or POD13 at checkout. Do now, it. Now, and I believe we said if we had three, wouldn't we do like a Skype interview with somebody? We haven't heard anything about anybody using it. Yeah, they, that's the thing. You know what? Good points. Uh, if 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 uh, we'll we'll do another little contest. We never heard anything back on the other contest. Now, now, we I think we said two different domain names during that. I I think I checked them both just to be sure, but no one signed up for them. Uh, yes. uh, but if if you do uh, participate in this contest, uh, make sure to email us so we know. Yes, please. But. If you want to set up victorsblog.tv, well, sure I'm sure victorsblog.tv doesn't exist. You go ahead. Keep talking. Victorsblog.whatever. We'd prefer .tv. Uh, but if, if you want to set that up and point it to greetingsfromstorybrook.com or set up a fictional... Victor's blog is open. Or set up a fictional blog for Victor Von Frankenstein. Oh, my God. Do it. Uh, then, then we'll, we'll Skype you in. We'll talk to you on the show. It'll be a great time. Maybe maybe we'll even send you a little something. Who knows? Mm. But uh, anyway, again, thank you, GoDaddy. And now on to the news. News. Okay, first, the ratings report. Let me get it pulled up here. Uh, where this did little it go? sad ratings report. Yeah, it was officially the the worst ratings of the season, but I don't think it was the quality of the program. It had like, nothing to do with the program. It had to do with football. Yeah, it which was, usually I'm very pro football, except that it messed with Once Upon a Time. And I'm very anti football, especially because it messed with <laughs> Once Upon a Time. Uh, but here uh, we got the uh, ratings the from the Examiner. Uh, ABC ran new episodes of America's Funniest Videos. Who cares about that? Once upon I didn't a know that was even still on. It is. It's That's crazy. I thought it was called YouTube now. Uh, <laughs> no, those are for the like not suitable for television ones. But but Once Upon a Time, I got a 2.4 share. Uh, and these numbers for Once Upon a Time are the lowest they've been this season, uh, which is definitely unfortunate and it doesn't look like any of the other programming uh, that night that wasn't football did very well either i actually once upon a time still beat out the simpsons the simpsons got a 1.8 it was reruns though was it yeah yeah that's what the, that's what the article says oh okay uh, well I, they would know i trust the article yes i trust the internet it knows everything but that's unfortunate but you know since they have this little break here maybe maybe they'll rerun it so it can it can get I think some they more need exposure to, they'll definitely rerun it and, and plus you know there's the dvr audience and stuff to which i don't think i think it gets counted like a quarter point or something which is ridiculous because sometimes you save it until you're able mm-hmm. to watch it you still you wish you could have watched it at that time mm-hmm. 
and, and I mean, there's... nobody knows that you're watching something else instead of watching it. Then perhaps you're feeding your children or something. And there, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of cord cutters out there too, and they get the episode off iTunes or whatever, uh, and those don't those. even get counted. iTunes doesn't count. No, ridiculous. No, I mean, some some places index the iTunes chart charts but, but uh that's it. yeah but that's it nielsen doesn't pay attention to them at all oh nielsen get but, with uh, the times but hopefully we can do better next time okay spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert okay so snow's mom we have pictures yes i know we'd heard about it and everybody was some people were like, uh, Rena, I don't think I like her. No. When you look at the pictures, it totally makes sense, I think. I that, think they work because it's hard to have imagined it with Little Snow, mm-hmm. who is awesome. Love Little Snow. Although every appearance she has, she looks a little less like uh, Jenny Goodwin. Yeah, she Just really a, does. But she's, but growing, she's up. growing up. They needed to have shot like all of her scenes in like a two-month span, and that was just impossible to yeah, do. Yeah, that's not how TV works. That's not how TV works. But but uh, yeah, there's some good pictures here. We we get a couple little scenes with her and Little Snow. And is that, is that supposed to be Snow's dad there? Um, scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, I think that's Snow's dad. Because yeah. who else would be taking care of her like that? Mm-hmm. It, yeah, and in double spoilers, uh, she looks a little sick. Uh, Snow's mom does here. Okay, but. well, if you read the article... Um, it basically says, let me see, as for whether that means Cora, whom we have suspected had a hand in Ava's death. So basically Snow's mom is going bye-bye. Yeah. But I can't wait to see because they're standing in front of green screen. So that could be entertaining. Well, they do, they do green screen for like really basic shots in the show. Uh, Yeah. Like I'm trying, for example, um, uh, that one episode where Regina and her father were talking in the courtyard. Oh, really? Yeah, that was green screen. And I kind of, I, I suspect that the scene from last night where uh, Victor is showing his dad uh, the revived Gerhard. Mm, I, I, I suspect that, that room that that was a green screen too. I could see that, but it, you can pass that off easier. Um, because it was black and white. Right. Oh, but we didn't get to this in the main episode discussion. I just wanted to say this real quick. Rumple really yeah. bothered me. In the king color? <laughs> yeah. Yes, he looked really weird. Yeah, even for like, Rumple. Like he fake baked. Mm-hmm. He kind of looked fake baked. I think it was the red. And he he even he even uh he, he looks different in every appearance pretty much, especially when he's portraying a different character, different kind of Rumple. Different version of Rumple. Yeah, but this one was just a little too bizarre for my taste. I, I, I mean, uh, if, if he had been in black and white like everyone else, it probably would have looked fine. But, but then it wouldn't have made sense. Yeah, exactly. He had to be in color. Exactly. But yeah, that's a little tangent. But yeah, we have pictures. We're really good at tangents. <laughs> we have pictures of uh, Snow's mum. Okay. And that article actually just got released. There was like no news. Mm-hmm. No news. And I think it's because it's a three-week break. They're waiting, you know, they'll trickle it out. They trickled this, I'm sure, in like three days we'll get something else really small. Yeah. And then like four days before we'll get hit with like a casting thing like we did, excuse me, over the winter break. Mm-hmm. So uh, and that's we can my save only all- article this week. We can save it all up for our next Friday Night Spoiler <gasps> Friday Party. Night Spoiler Party! Which, reminder, if you forgot from the beginning of the episode, <laughs> we'd, we'd like to have a guest on, uh, someone from the audience. Uh, Once so- in. 
yeah, if you if you want in, if you can Skype, you know, we might even be able to just do a Google Hangout. That might be easier for Hangout everyone. Might be easier for people. Uh, but we, we'll fi- we'll figure all of that out. But uh, if you if you're interested, uh, email us, tweet us, email us, Facebook us. You know cetera, the drill, etc. And uh, we'll put you in the running. Uh, speaking of emailing us, etc., 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 a lot of you do some weeks. This week, not a lot of you did. <laughs> one person did, but it's one of our favorite people. Win. Why don't you go ahead and read her letter? All right. Loved last night's episode, and not just because I accidentally predicted Cora turning into Henry in my voicemail of last week. <laughs> I like seeing Snow's group. Actually, de- let me stop you. Uh, when uh, that happened in the episode, he looked at me and went, "She predicted it." When was right? When was right? She got one right. <laughs> okay. Um, I like seeing Snow's group dealing with a new problem instead of rehashing old situations and grudges. But Rumple seemed quite off his usual game. Did he subtly, subtly disappear with Belle's memory? Or his subtlety? Ha! Huh? Reading. Not working for me. <laughs> um, he acted like a crazy guy with a cup fetish. True story. <laughs> um, favorite part of the episode? Storybrook Dr. Whale. He's boozy. He's snarky. He's jumpy. Um, like several dysfunctional dwarves rolled into one. The dialogue written for Whale is one of my favorite parts of the show. Plot-wise, the scene with Ruby was very good, too. I agree. Uh, least favorite part of this show. <laughs> Emma's eye makeup in Hook bedside scene. Did she go through his pockets and steal his guyliner? It was really <laughs> overdone and distracting. Okay. I read this in between watching it the first and the second time, so I specifically paid attention to the eyeliner. Dude, what do you got? A magnifying glass on your TV? Because it didn't bother me. She she probably has has a a normal modern size TV where we have the smallest HD model. We do have a really <laughs> small TV, don't we? Yeah, and plus we we sit you know way across the room from it. I too, was which, pretty close. I mean, I wasn't like yeah. all up in their faces. I, I I will say I definitely agree on Doctor Dr. Whale. Dr. Whale, fabulous. And is this is something else I forgot to bring up in the main episode discussion? <laughs> We're awesome. Uh, it, well, no, we had our main points we wanted to talk about. Um, but the scene with Ruby was very good. Is there a love connection there? Two monsters united? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. A lot of people think so. I don't think so. Well, they're both they're both uh, single. Most people are single in this. And uh, people are paired up pretty well right now. I, I mean... Are you putting but- Hulk with Emma? No, I'm not putting Hook with I Emma. I like Hook with Emma. <laughs> I, I'm, assu- I'm assuming Emma will eventually get together with Neil Cassidy. Shh. It's it's true Shh. love. Who knows if it's really true love? I would like to see. I, I'm not usually a shipper. I would like to see. <laughs> I would like to see a whale ruby pair up. Two monsters rejected by society find love in each other's arms. It's poetic. It's magic. That's as romantic as he gets, folks. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> um, Wynn also got us with another thing that we didn't notice. Um, she had tweeted at GF Storybrooke while we were at Disney. Yeah, so we <laughs> um, missed it. So we completely missed it until, I think, yesterday. All right. It says, funny once upon a time pickup lines. Of course, Rumple has the best ones. Okay. I saw this before um, watching this episode, and of course this episode uh, had a few more, but we're going to go through and read the pickup lines. Mm-hmm. Would you like to begin, or do you want to – and we'll just go back and forth? Uh, do you want me to get, read them? Do you want to read some of them? Why, why don't you go through and read a few read? of your favorites, and I'll find a few that oh, I like. okay. Because I, I actually hadn't opened this yet. <laughs> oh, way to prep, way to prep. I, um, I want right. this one. 
Yeah, that's fine. I'm sure that's the one she was talking about, Rumpel having the best ones. <laughs> okay, um, I like one of Regina's. I promise I won't rip your heart out. Maybe. And uh, this is one for Rumpel. Sex with me always comes at a price, dearie. Uh, must you read it in a voice? Well, it's um, not effective otherwise. That would totally work at a bar, though. Oh, um, I like this one with Emma. If it doesn't work out, just cross the town line and forget it all. And uh, th- this one's uh, for Grumpy. I may be grumpy, but deep down, I'm still dreamy. Um, Would you fancy a shag, dearie? <laughs> um, from Charming. I'll always find you once you give me your number. <laughs> oh, uh, th- this one from uh, Ruby is funny, especially considering her line last night. I've right. got a big appetite. I, I I just loved her line. I laughed at it both through both watch throughs. I ate my boyfriend. Yeah, it was a little. <laughs> um, oh, that's awesome. Uh, it's uh, Doctor yeah. Ho- Hopper. Let your conscience conscience be your guide into my pants. <laughs> but uh, there, there's a lot of yeah. These. There's a lot. There's like eighteen of them. But some of the quotes I saw last night again. I do kind of like. The hook and swan thing. But when he was, you know, tied up and she's like, um, when he's asking for his hook and she's like, no, basically, you're not getting it. And she's like, or is there another attachment, attachment you, you prefer? prefer? It was perfect. Come yeah. on. Let's be honest. Oh, hook. That, that one's bold. Hook, hook, hook's a bold one. He's a very bold one. Are you reading that one? I uh, know that might that, that one might be, be a little, little pushing too it. much. Um, uh, but uh, there are some of these that are a little more racy. But if you found them amusing, we'll have the link in the show notes. Epic readings from storybrook.com attached to this episode. Right, and so. there was one more from last night. From okay, Hook. It was when she said that you know you're pretty much broken, and he's like, it's "Just my ribs. Everything else is still intact." <laughs> I'm sorry, I like it. Whatever. But uh, thank you very much thank you for, for listening. Se- sending the the letter in and the link in. Sorry, we missed it. Uh, and we missed your voicemail a couple weeks ago, and then just got. What to is it up last with week. that? We're, we're delayed a week on a lot of her stuff, but when she writes in about an episode, we always get it. So, <laughs> but there's a lot of ways to contact us if you want to write in. Um, let's see here. Uh, one voicemail. You can, you can send a dove. Ooh, a dove. Those are pretty. Uh, can you two, tie it with a silk ribbon? Two, uh, you can do some detective work, find out our address, and just show up and we can talk some once. No, don't no, show up at our house. don't show up at my house. Or at least call first. I uh, know, but call if you... Call re- first? <laughs> <laughs> leave us a voicemail that you're going to be showing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to leave a voicemail letting us know that you're going to show up at our house, which is really, really weird. And rude. Uh, the, the voicemail number is 424-274-2352, and we do check those, and we do get them in 99% of the time as long as i get the email notification and i've actually been pretty good about going about it now that he missed one yeah going in and checking them before we record the episode you can also if you don't feel like talking well actually if you do feel like talking but you don't feel like leaving a voicemail and you have a nice mic or something you can send us an mp3 or just a regular old text email at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com, or you can tweet us at gfstorybrook. Or you a, can tweet us at our personal accounts. Mine's at amdsimone. And at, I'm at Bill Meeks. Uh, and, We're also on Facebook and Google+. Mm-hmm. Plus and, it, 
Go ahead. I was just going to say, and like we said, uh, we we're going to do another Friday night spoiler party, and we'd love to have you as a guest. Uh, so, yeah, shoot us an email if you're interested, and bring your best bottle of booze. Basically. And what were you going to say? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I was distracted by the word booze. Um, <laughs> oh, I also wanted to point out. Uh, let me try and find this real quick. Oh goodness. Um, once podcast is going to be doing an interview with Doctor Hopper. Are uh, they? Yeah, they got an exclusive <gasps> interview, which I was I was very happy to hear hear about. Uh, uh, Raphael Sparge, I think is how his name's pronounced, but they're going to be doing it live on January 24th, 2013. Ah, what time? Uh, let's That's see That's Thursday. Here. Yeah, Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Oh. Uh, so I might, I might be able to throw it on during work or something. But it, they're, they're soliciting questions right now. Uh, what day is it? Uh, you have two days to get it in. Uh, you can do send, it. Do you it can now. Send, you can send them questions for their interview with Dr. Hopper. Uh, with the subject line question for Archie at to feedback at oncepodcast.com. And we'll go ahead and link their blog post about it in the show notes as well. Cool. I don't know. I missed that. Yeah. I just, I just saw it come over on Twitter and I was like, oh, that's neat. I'm jealous. Very jealous. Um, but uh, let's see. Uh, is there anything? Oh, and we were also thinking about on the break. Uh, so keep an eye out. This might happen. Might. We, you know how we are. We were thinking about sitting down and watching some of the uh, some key episodes to tie into what's going on in the show right now and doing live commentaries where, you know, basically we'll start it by saying, okay, uh, we're watching this on Netflix Count of three, one, two, three, hit play. There's the production logo. And then you can follow along with us as we watch the episode and comment on it. Awesome. Try and talk. It'll sort of be like, uh, what's that show? With the little, the, I don't know, my brother watched it. Mystery Science Theater yeah, 3000. Guy. Yeah, I like that guy. Exactly, exactly. We'll have some funny. Yeah, we're, we're, I, I think we were talking about maybe sitting down this weekend and just recording a couple of them, release one, do the Friday night spoiler party, then release another one. So we, we have episodes coming out over the break, right? which is good. I, if, I, if that sounds interesting to you, uh, watch for it and, and you know, let it encourage us over Twitter or something. Yeah. If you push us better chance, we remember to do it. <laughs> hey, this is Bill. Uh, before we go, I was just editing the episode and I forgot that we forgot to uh, read a five-star review we got on iTunes. So I'm going to go ahead and read it for you right now. Uh, this is from Aslan for King first, uh, and it was on January 13th. I saw it after we recorded the last episode, which is why it's not until uh, this episode. The subject is the hilarious side of Once Upon a Time. They say, I found out about you guys from the Once Podcast, and so I gave you a chance. Uh, thanks, Once Podcast. I have to say that you haven't let me down. Everything from your greeting to your synopsis of the episode to the way you guys play off each other makes me so happy, and you may even have passed Once Podcast on my favorites. Smiley face, heart, 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 heart. Thank you, and please keep up the awesome. Uh, well, thank you. That's very high praise because, you know, Daniel and uh, the folks over at Once do a great job on their podcast. But uh, thank you very much for leaving the uh, review on iTunes. If, if you want to leave us a review on iTunes, we'll go ahead and read it on a future show. Thanks. And now back to the episode. Okay, uh, let's see. So, uh, That's it. It's, it's, it. it's time to start the long drought part two for season two of Once so Upon a Time. So ridiculous, by the very way. Very sad. But I guess, you know, yeah. until next time. Greetings, Greetings from, from Storybrooke. Storybrooke.